Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of A Woman's Truth. This week we have another new segment that I would like to release called Truthfully Spiritual. Basically, this segment is just going to be about spirituality and anything that encompasses encompasses spirituality. So, it also will include talks about religion and different ways that people express spirituality, whether people agree with the notion of spirituality or not, how that is related to religion, the differences, and things like that. So this week specifically, what I want to talk about is just my journey, my experience with spirituality this year. So not just this year, let's say the last two, maybe three years, I want to talk about spirituality in that sense and what it means to me, because in my opinion, spirituality is so broad that it could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So really just kind of like how I did with the last uh, segment introduction, I'm just going to be talking about me and my experiences. All right, let's get into it. First, let's just talk about spirituality overall. So my interpretation of spirituality is really just any one person's soulful connection to themselves. It's how you interact with your inner being. It's yourself on a on a conscious level, on a soul level. So in the extension of that, to me, spirituality is how you connect with yourself and any other higher power that you believe in, if you believe in a higher power. So it's that unseen, non-visible interaction, connection that is consciousness, that is who we are, what makes us special as humans. Aside from that, religion to me is can be separate or within spirituality. So it's more of a systematic belief system. It's a more standardized process of communicating or connecting with a higher power and with yourself between the two. I do think that someone can be spiritual and not be religious. You may not subscribe to the values or requirements of any one religion, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not a spiritual person. I also don't think that you have to believe in God necessarily to be a spiritual person. You can have spiritual connection with the earth or, you know, within yourself at least, um, or other people. So I think it's a very, a broad, um, topic to conceptualize. 
whereas religion, I think most people tend to be more familiar with religion and tend to put spirituality and religion together as one. And in my experience, they aren't necessarily one and the same. With that being said, I I do subscribe to a religion. I do self-identify as a Christian and I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. And that is my faith. That is my personal belief system. I also am a spiritual person and I believe that I can be spiritual separate from my religion, but also spiritual encompassing my religion. So that's kind of like my take on it. I know that there's so many different perspectives and I'm sure a lot of you have your own interpretations and your own practices um, as far as what what you consider to be religion or spirituality and how how you live your life in that realm. So moving on. I'm going to have to delete that last part, note to self, part of that last part. Now that we've kind of covered my perspective of spirituality and its connections, I want to kind of get into my experience with spirituality in the last couple of years. So I have definitely been on a road uh, of transformation, a path of transformation, if you will, um, that has involved a lot of spiritual facets and of me and experiences. And I just want to kind of share share my perspective of how things kind of came come, came to pass. I just want to share my perspective of how things have come to pass with regard to my spiritual growth and transformation. perspective of my spiritual growth really starts maybe about well really my whole entire life but we're not gonna we're not gonna get into my whole life right now you know that would take forever that'd be like so many episodes um anyway as far as the recent the recent time frame is concerned I will say within the last two to three years my spiritual growth has been expanding and um, there have been quite a few instances over that time frame that I think looking back have really propelled me to each of the subsequent situations in order to grow within myself to grow my soul to grow into into who I am, who I'm supposed to be, that this is my opinion, of course. So I, there's one specific event in particular that I think kind of started it all, but I'm not going to get into that one right now. I'm just going to focus on, I'll come to that at a later date. I'm just going to focus on within this last, um, year or two. So of course, 
many of you guys, if you listen to the podcast or, you, you know, you're in my life, you know that I've had a couple of miscarriages and that really has been just a huge experience for me. I never thought that it would be and a lot of people who have had similar experiences respond differently than I have but this is just the path that I'm on I guess you know this is my journey so I would say that having the two miscarriages having lost two two babies was a point for me where I you know really went into a dark space and I found myself just feeling like a lot of negative events were happening in my life and within my family and you know it just I looked at things in a different way than I do now I'm not quite sure if I had always looked at things in that way but I definitely am aware of the change from now to then so I definitely had um more negative viewpoint or perception of the things that were happening in my life um for example having the two having the two miscarriages was like what the hell man like you know, I decide I finally want to have kids and then I'm going to go ahead and have these like losses. I just was, I was just floored. I was like, really? I could have just been living my life. Anyway, I'm not even going to get into, I'm not even going to go there. So basically being able to see that I had negative views of things that were going on in my life, it put me in a in a space where I was searching for healing and really started looking at my past a lot and just kind of going within. Now, if you know me, you you know I'm the kind of person who kind of, when I get hurt or I'm sad or if I'm going through something, I do tend to withdraw and I just go within myself. I It's kind of like... I guess that's my defense mechanism, Um, but that is my go-to, and it's not, it's no slight or anything on anyone else, it's more so me trying to figure out how to protect myself, how to recover and, you know, get better, Um, and sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it, to be quite honest, (laughs) but anyway, that was the space that I found myself in after the losses. I was just trying to figure out how can I heal. So if you've listened to some of the other podcast episodes, you know, I've talked about different things that I was doing to heal. But um, as far as that period of time, it was really, there was really a lot of focus on looking for what I could do to improve my internal life, improve what was going on within my soul and my spirit, as well as my emotions, but that's a that's a separate topic. Spiritually, it was like, what is going on? Why do I see my life the way that I see it? And how can I how can I change that? What do I need to do to improve? It's it becomes much more of an existential type of of conversation where I'm 
I began to think, why is this happening to me? What is it that that I've done for this to happen? What is it that I need to do for this not to happen? Am I supposed to be learning something from this? Is is there some sort of pattern? Why, if there is a pattern, why is there a pattern? Like, how can I change that? You know, I just really, really spent a lot of time thinking and a lot of time searching for answers and how I could heal and you know just a little side note that is something that is actually quite common among people who have had some type of loss especially in my case I'm referring to women who have lost a child whether it's during pregnancy or afterwards you know you do go into that mental space of like well why me and and how come (laughs) you know it's just like what the fuck but um so for me that that was a huge part of my time and in looking for healing I was spending a lot of time looking at books different books on spirituality and different books on healing so the category of self-help books um in another podcast episode, I will speak about different resources that are available for people uh, that are looking for just different ways to go about trying to heal and and recover from experiencing loss. Anyway, um, I definitely spent a lot of time looking at books. Uh, I spent hella time on YouTube looking at videos about spirituality, uh, videos about healing, videos about grief, videos about um, trauma and PTSD and recovering from trauma. Um, I also spent time learning about reproductive trauma just because that wasn't something that it was something I was aware of, but wasn't familiar with extensively until you know this occurrence in my life so those things were the ways that I tried to figure out how I can how I can just recover from what I was going through Um, some of the things that really helped me were different videos about spirituality and religion specifically Christianity so this is where my religion came into play in my experience because I was trying to look to God as my source of like how do I what is going on and how do I heal from it and at the same time I was looking in the broad context of spirituality of you know what do I need to do from within what what resources are available to me to get through this experience and so music was definitely something that helped me a lot it helped me to not be in my head so much um I guess it just was it's a way to kind of bring me bring me back onto earth because I spend a lot of time in my head I spend a lot of time thinking and being able to hear music it can be soothing and there are different types of sounds 
and instruments and musical tones that are scientifically proven to be healing. So I definitely spent a lot of time utilizing music as a resource to help me help me heal and get through the pain and grief of my losses. And one of the things that I think I learned mostly in this process of spiritual growth was that I had to stop looking to the outside, like looking to external things to make me feel better. So I want to clarify that because it could seem kind of contradictory. Yes, you know, music and religious sermons and books and learning about different ways to heal were helpful and that's external but what I mean by stop looking externally for my healing was that it was something that had to be done by myself like I had to be the one to do it so I had to be the one to reach reach out and look for resources that would help me I had to be the one to to reach out to others and say I need help because of xyz I had to be the one to take the onus upon myself to find the things that I needed that would help me and then apply whatever it was that was going to help me now just because I'm saying that this was my method or my path it worked for me this is my truth my truth is not you know anyone else's truth my truth is not your truth you know it could be a different experience for someone else they may just have this inner knowing that tells them what they need to do and they're connected with themselves in that way and it works for them but for me I had to look in the outside world first to figure out that I needed to look on the inside to figure out, you know, what I needed to do to continue to heal and and to move along in my in my path of spiritual growth. And a lot of the reason that I had to do it that way was because of the disconnect that I've had within myself and the misalignment of my spiritual body with my physical body so I'll get into that into detail a little bit later but I just want to share with you guys that that is the reason that I've become aware of as to why I've I had to do things the way that I did and so next I just want to kind of talk about what what my experience was opening up spiritually and and how I was able to do that what that looked like on my path of spiritual growth one of the first things that I had to do was to open up so basically for me that involved letting my guard down really which I've pretty much had up most of most of my life I want to say so 
I had to be willing to be vulnerable and I had to be willing to get my feelings heard or to have other people you know disapprove of me or for really just for me to be hurt by other people I had to be willing to experience that and I also had to be open to just trying new things and experiencing having different experiences part of that was just learning about different ways that I could help myself heal so with regard to spirituality energy your emotional self personal self some of the things that I became aware of through a lot of the books and videos and things that I had been looking at was number one Reiki which is something that I'll speak about a little bit in more detail later Um, but also prayer which I had been praying all of my life as part of my religion as a Christian Um, but in regard to my spiritual growth it just involved me praying a lot more because I hadn't been consistent prior to you know this development of myself and so getting back into that consistent prayer for me was important another um, way that I opened up was self-reflecting looking at myself in a different light and being open to how other people have experienced me in the present and in the past and and being willing to at least be open to hearing it and understanding what their experience was of me as well as how I've experienced myself and so part of that self-reflection involved you know journal writing which made it very easy for me to you know go back in time to look back at past entries and kind of analyze myself and see where I was and if anything had changed or or if what if I was experienced something was that still going on or you know what did I learn from it and being able to reflect on myself and my experiences in that way and then lastly just being honest with myself and being able to really identify how I feel because for me it wasn't a lot of it was emotional and not really knowing what I felt and being able to articulate what I was feeling or going through and so just being able to be like yep I'm mad or I don't know what I am and being okay with not knowing what I was and and giving myself time to figure that out and so the opening up process naturally really developed into a recommitting to myself and making myself a priority and deciding that you know there were some things that I liked or didn't like or things that I was going through that I wanted to change and just committing to myself that I was going to do things to improve myself or do things to make myself feel better in a substantial and long-lasting kind of way so doing things really to nourish my soul that was that was my goal that was what changed and kind of helped me to redirect myself onto this on this journey of um, spiritual growth 
And so from that point, I would say it led into me being able to connect with myself and learn even more about myself. And so I'll get into how I connected with myself, some things that I learned in that connection and what came out of that. process of connecting to myself on my spiritual path that I've been on and on this journey I really had to the main thing I want to say <laughs> I mean there were a lot of things but I I really had to identify some of my self-limiting beliefs which was not easy so I feel like there's so many I probably haven't even figured out yet even still but one of the main things is fear which is super common I mean everybody has fear to some extent um, but that's that is definitely a self-limiting belief because fear although it can be healthy and it serves a purpose as far as being able to protect yourself and you know promote survival to some extent it can be excessive or it can go too far so far as to prevent you from doing things that you want to do or things that could help grow yourself your life your family you know in so many ways having that fear it holds you back so it's limiting <laughs> so um for me, that was something that was something and that is something that I'm still like today. I, you know, have been dealing with fear of, you know, me wanting to move into a different career path or not even really a different career path, just move into readjusting and, and reestablishing my goals within within my career so you know I've I have that fear and another one that I, I identified there there were several <laughs> there are several um, me being perceived as different or weird or crazy just like being looked at as unusual and that's something that I've had kind of had to deal with internally for a long time ever since I was a kid just feeling like I was awkward or I was so different from other people that it you know I perceived it as a negative thing um, especially when I was a kid you know it didn't help side note that you know I went to an elementary school that was majority Caucasian <laughs> and I was you know one out of a couple, a handful of black kids, but you know, it just the standing out and not really feeling like I fit in was just amplified by that experience. And so it was just kind of something that has always been there. Another self-limiting belief that I have been trying to deal with is knowing internally, you know, who who I am at my core and not just like oh you know I know who I am you know what I stand for 
as far as like how I present myself to the world, but like really, really knowing internally like who I am and in, in a spiritual sense to the point that it's it kind of is it reminds me of the analogy where people sometimes say like you don't you really find out who somebody is when you're in a, a negative situation or when you're in an emergency situation like how that person responds in panic or how they respond in an emergency you know that's how you know who they are it kind it kind of makes me think of that because it's like you know if i was put into a situation that was grave or was life or death you know what am I, what would I do? What would Jesus do? You know, <laughs> basically like when ain't nobody got your back, what do you stand for? When nobody's looking, what do you stand for? So just like really connecting with that and knowing where I stand with that, because sometimes, you know, we're human and our morals slip, our values change. And it's just, it's being connected with those things again and reconnecting. It just for me that that was the that was the point that's what I was going through and trying to zero in on and then aside from that knowing what how I felt about things and how I felt about myself really is what I should say despite what anybody else thinks or feels about me because there are times when I feel like this probably happens to everybody, but just speaking for myself, you know, there's times when I might feel a certain way and nobody else agrees with me. And it's just kind of like, uh, you know, well, <laughs> I'm the only one. And it's like, uh, I need to stick with how I feel. If that's, if that's what I think and that's what I believe, then that's me. And that's, that's my truth. You know, if, someone else feels a different way that's good that's them it doesn't have to be the same but sometimes I feel like in our society in America at least you know when you don't have the same opinion as somebody else or if you don't feel the same way as somebody else especially if it's like a mainstream opinion or a mainstream thought process then you're looked at negatively you're kind of like given the side eye and I just I felt like this time was really me being able to find where I stand within myself so that I can hold strong in that despite what people that are close to me or people that are strangers might think you know one of my other self-limiting beliefs that I was concerned about was the perception that other people would have of me as far as how how I am and, and the things that I'm going through just in my life with regard to my religion. So a lot of people have different opinions on what it means to be a Christian or what it means to believe in God. Everybody has different beliefs and different religions and some people don't believe in anything. So, you know, it's just, there's so much out there. And the fact that, you know, 
someone can identify as something and other people judge that, that's something that I have had fear of. So there was that aspect of it. And then fear of just really, I guess it all goes back to fear and and what other people think. So being afraid, period, and being afraid of what other people think. Those are the main two two core issues to all of these things that I'm talking about, you know, whether it's in regard to religion and people viewing things that I say, do, believe as non-Christian because that is how I identify as far as my faith or, you know, family and friends not understanding what I believe or how I feel and or even strangers not understanding or being perceived by other people as different or awkward or weird or not fitting in and just having that that idea that I'm crazy or whatever you know just not being like everybody else that in and of itself is a fear and so then it just all comes back to fear and so it's it's just crazy that I'm just barely like rooting it all the way down like oh it's all fear all these things you're talking about is just fear you know it's it's crazy um so that that really was just one of the things that took that helped me take a turn in my spiritual growth being able to identify okay this is these are the things that hold me back sometimes from doing something that I think of randomly or acting on something that I enjoy or I want to try or whatever, it's fear. And so I had, I've had to, and I still have to constantly do different things to help myself face my fear and, and move through it so I can get past it. So next I'll get into one of the main things that has helped me aside from you know connecting with God and being connected with myself and my faith spiritually it's been me being able to utilize and connect with my own energy and having an energy practice so that I can continue to grow and heal myself energetically, physically, spiritually, and and what that looks like. So I'll get into more on what energy work is and how it's impacted me and my spiritual growth. that I learned about in this spiritual process that I've been in lately is energy work, specifically Reiki. So I became familiar with Reiki when I was in nursing school and that was the first time I had heard that word. <laughs> I didn't know what it meant at the time. Um, and I learned a little bit about it while I was in nursing school, but we didn't go into a lot of detail about it. I just knew that it was a form of healing to help people with pain and it had to do with energy. 
that's all I really understood. Since then, I've been really enthralled in in Reiki and energy work in general. So just to kind of give a brief basic explanation, energy work is a super broad term that is a way to identify several different methods or techniques of healing one's energy or working with one's energy to move it to help the body the mind the soul the emotions the spirit to heal itself that's kind of like a brief super basic explanation but really energy is something that we all are aware of and we know because we experience it every day so there's energy and light there's energy in our body you know when you're tired you feel like you don't have enough energy if you drink coffee and you have a lot of caffeine you feel super energetic and you just want to move around a lot you know that's just like our basic kind of experience with energy on a on a day-to-day level but when we really think about it I mean it can be interpreted in a lot of different ways it just depends on what context you're referring to so if you want to get scientifically into it energy energy is that equation e equals mc squared that's energy equals the mass of the body times c which is the speed of light squared so Basically, light is a form of energy. The earth gets energy from the sun. If you have a body and you're exposed to light, anything with mass, so our body is mass and we're exposed to light, we have energy within us. So my point that I'm trying to make is energy is everywhere. And if we can understand that we have energy within our body, then we can understand that we are energy and we operate on an energetic level, which some would call a frequency or a vibration. That's why people are always talking about, oh, I vibe with that, or that's my vibration, Uh, because it's on your level, it's where you're at, you know? So that, in a roundabout kind of way, explains what energy work is. It's working with that unseen part of a person to help them to heal. So in any case, um, Reiki is something that I've been doing a lot and learning a lot about. With this transformation that I've been going through, I've been able to experience something that has helped me to transform and to heal in a way that I hadn't expected. As far as Reiki goes, it's basically an energy healing technique, one of many. Reiki was developed by a Japanese master and it focuses on utilizing symbols and affirmations as part of the energy healing process. My development in this spiritual 
as I mentioned earlier, with path that I'm on, I had to look to the outside to really just determine (laughs) that I needed to look on the inside in order to find my healing and figure out what I needed to do. And in that process, Reiki was one of the resources, one of the tools that I used to help me to heal. And the reason why I mentioned earlier that I was not in alignment, so I had to look to the outside in order to know that I had to look within myself for healing. It was, I think really, it was because a lot of things that have happened to me in my life in the past have been difficult for me to overcome. So things like trauma, things, um, like having difficulty with self-esteem, having a lot of responsibility as a youth, and just a lot of things in my life that I hadn't fully healed from made it difficult for me to be centered within myself and really connected with my spirit, especially these last few years. And so my personal responses to stress and trauma and things like that have affected me to the point where I was not connected with my spiritual self. And so I'm referring to that as not being in alignment, not having that connection. And by being in that state, when I was starting down this path of transformation, it had made it difficult for me to know where I was and what I was doing as far as my purpose in life, that existential concept that I mentioned before, and just like where where I'm going and why and, you know, what's the meaning of life, <laughs> you know, that whole kind of like thought process. And so Reiki really has helped me to center in on that and be more focused within. In addition, enhanced my spiritual life it's enhanced my emotional life as well and helped me develop a stronger connection to God and so it's it's enhanced my religious life as well and so I'll get into more detail in another episode about energy healing and Reiki specifically what you can expect what to look for what it means it like every single detail but for now I just kind of want to briefly describe what that is and why I had mentioned before that you know the way that I had went through the process and of course like I said before it might be different for other people especially if they're not in that type of situation where they're disconnected from themselves. My experience with energy healing and Reiki specifically, I have decided that I want to incorporate that into my nursing profession. And in doing so, I'm going to start my own practice so that I can provide health education and resource information to people who are not aware of energy healing resources as well as any other health education. Additionally, I want to provide Reiki healing and energy healing services to 
everyone. So I am starting my own practice called Wholeness Health and I will be doing energy healing and I will also be doing birth education and other forms of health education as needed. With that being said, I'm specifically going to be trying to focus on helping people in underserved or underrepresented populations have access to this information and these resources so they can help themselves heal. I will also be working specifically with women's health, maternal health, and working nurses to try to help heal those populations who are constantly giving and in the vicinity of life and energy work, whether they know it or not. So if you guys have any questions just about energy healing, or if you have any questions about my practice wholeness health that I'm starting, feel free to contact me via Instagram at a woman's truth. You can also contact me through the anchor app at a woman's truth as well. You can leave me a message or you can hit me up via text on the phone and I'll get back to you that way. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I appreciate you as always. And we'll be back next Thursday with another episode of A Woman's Truth. All right. Peace.